Trev and Ben Shite Size Chunks. I know a few weeks ago on the Chunk, Ben, I sat here and I complained about it being cold and wet. You did. We've now had uh, what I like to call a heat wave. Three days of <laughs> intense heat. Bring back the cold. And I am, uh, I'm fed up with it. I have to admit, even though I was complaining a few weeks ago, I don't really like the temperatures going above, let me say, uh, what, 17 degrees? That's, that's warm enough. If it goes above that, I start to feel very uncomfortable. And we've been hitting the sort of mid-30s mm. over the last couple of days. And I, uh, I must admit, I'm finding it a little bit too much. Even now... Just putting some headphones on has made me sweat. <laughs> I mean, that's barely the minimum of effort required there. Yeah. So I'm just wondering what you do to try and stay cool. You spend a lot of your time in a van, of course. I know. I'm assuming you've got air conditioning. I mean, you do work for a hugely prestigious organisation who must look after their staff better than anyone else in the world. So I suspect you've got good quality air con. Nope. Uh, probably uh, <laughs> special clothing that helps you breathe. No, no air conditioning, no special clothing, no nothing. The van is like an oven this time of the year. It's horrible. <laughs> so you just sit there in a van all day with a window down, not going anywhere. And doesn't that make you more angry? Well, sometimes, you know, some of my colleagues, they're able to, you know, open the door or sit there like that, you know, wind the windows down. I have to park up in Streatham. Mm. Now, for anyone who doesn't know Streatham, you don't want to be leaving the doors and windows open for too long, unless you're armed. Although I think it's a risk worth taking in this heat. <laughs> I, I would... And it does mean, of course, that you are tanned on one arm. Oh, yes. I've got, I think they call it the farmer's tan. The farmer's tan. Yeah. Or the driver's tan. But I've got it, I've got it bad. You have. Mm. <laughs> it's, so, not a, it's not a pretty sight. So when I take off my uh, shirt when I get home at the end of a hot day and sit down on the sofa shirtless, mm-hmm. which, you know, in this weather is yeah. excusable, I think. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. I'll sit there, you know, with a pasty white torso, mm-hmm. one brown forearm and a brown face. <laughs> now, your wife, uh, does she like the tan look? I mean, which part of the body does she does she stare at the most? <laughs> is it the pasty whiteness? She's going, that's just horrible, Ben. Or is she going, oh, look at that tan there. Isn't she just lovely? thinks I look ridiculous. <laughs> and there's not much you can do. You can't even it out. Can no. You? There's nothing you can do. You can't even go and have a spray tan. No, or go on a sunbed because it's it's so uneven it's ridiculous Mm. I I don't think in Britain we are made for this sort of heat and I think people that say they love it are lying yeah yeah so do I I don't believe it when people go oh I love this weather oh I've been waiting for this and yet they're walking around looking as uncomfortable as I feel when it's cold I complain that it's cold when it's hot I complain that it's hot but I'm officially saying now I'm a cold man I like the cold (laughs) yes if you're cold you can warm up it's much easier to warm up than it is to cool down I have been known to put my uh, shirt that I'm wearing for the day uh, in the freezer overnight no you don't but I have done it in the past I've put uh, a shirt in a plastic bag put it in the freezer so that the next morning before I get in the shower I just take it out so it's not like putting it on ice but then it keeps you cool for a good sort of four half minutes. an hour four minutes I'd say about half hour does that really work yeah it's a good idea I'll be trying that it's, it's one of those tips I've learned over the years and as I say I think I think us Brits we get we get slightly obsessed by the weather anyway We, I mean it is generally all we talk about yeah I mean you wouldn't get many countries where the the weather would make the front page of the newspapers. But this does, and I think everybody I've met since this uh, mini heat wave started, I've started the conversation with, oh, fucking hell, it's hot. And and they've gone, oh, Jesus Christ, I know. And I think we then get into about a half-hour conversation about how badly we slept. Yep. How even if we've got a fan, it's no good. It's just blowing hot air around, keeping you awake with more noise anyway. Mm -hmm. And so it's a good conversation to have. 
because it just gets it off your chest. People get irritable. People start doing delirious things. There was a, a water fight started in Hyde Park last week. I know. A water fight, you know, playful enough, ended yeah. with three people being stabbed. I know. Just what the fuck is that about? Calm the fuck down, everybody. Yeah, I heard the headline about that. You know, uh, fight breaks out in London, people stabbed. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, that's the way it is in London now. And then I sat down and watched the news properly later in the day and they said, oh, it started off with a fun water fight. Yeah. How does that turn into a stabbing? <laughs> How? It's a good job they didn't shoot Bugsy Malone in this country. Otherwise, <laughs> it'd have been a riot. <laughs> no, I think it's fucking ridiculous. And I think people just need to get their acts together. I mean, if you're going to a water fight, don't take a knife. <laughs> Which seems a pretty fair rule as far as I'm concerned. Who is bringing a knife to a water fight? If you go to a water fight, expect to be splashed yes. and made wet. If that's going to annoy you, uh, don't go. <laughs> If that's the sort of thing that's going to cause you to stab someone, don't go. Some people were saying as well, I don't want to get too heavily into this story, but people were saying, oh, it was the police arrival that stirred things up and provoked it to be even worse. <laughs> really? But I still thought, well, fair enough, that there might have been a bit of that there, but the people did still have knives. Yes, <laughs> and and they're obviously st- stabbing somebody. There's, mm. there's no reason for that. If the police turn up, you go, well, I better stab someone now. <laughs> I mean, as you know, I'm not the biggest proponent of the police force. No. Um, however, I think if there's uh, a big thing going on a huge number of people in one place and you think it might kick off have a few police officers there yeah. it's not a problem oh well it was the police's fault it was when the police came yeah but you did still have yeah. a knife take responsibility for your own foolish actions you <laughs> knobbins that's what I say I think the other thing about uh, about when the sun comes out is that music goes up in volume mm-hmm. I find that a weird thing that just because the sun's out... Now, I know that there's a psychological thing when, when the sun's out, music sounds better, because I, I experienced that myself, but it doesn't make me want to turn it up any louder. <laughs> and I don't know whether it is the area I live in, but again, in the last few days, the number of mobile discos I've heard... Now, I must admit, I'm a bit guilty of this. Are you? Are you a windows-down volume-up man? I am. You'll be pleased to know that the same van that doesn't have any air conditioning has a radio limiter, so I can only get it so loud. Excellent. I think all cars should have that. (laughs) I've been trying to look for a way to sort of break that, but I can't, so I'm stuck with it. So uh, what sort of music would you put up loud? I mean, are you talking the classics, or are you talking uh, just a mindless beat? Oh, no, no, no. It's the sort of stuff we'd normally play on our main show. Oh, well, yeah. I still think keep the volume low. <laughs> keep the volume low. And then people who've got convertibles, of course, this is their time to shine, of course, isn't it? Yeah, that stupid purchase, that ridiculous thousands and thousands of pounds for the convertible that, that you've got a three-day window to use. <laughs> I must admit, I do hate people who've got them. I mean, if you live in Miami... Fine. Great. Yeah. Enjoy. But not here. No. I don't look at it as a, uh, as a functional thing. I wouldn't think, oh, do you know what? I'll buy a convertible for the summer. Because all I see is someone in a convertible and I just think, you cock. <laughs> you show off. Just stop it. I'm always tempted to throw rubbish into it as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or gob lit, it. A lit cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> just in the back seat. It's slowly smouldering into their yeah. really expensive leather upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a man, there was a man uh, this week who, he had some shitty car. I don't know what car it was. And you could buy a convertible model, but he couldn't afford that. Uh, so he just cut the roof off. Really? Just cut the roof off himself. Police stopped him. Oh. Well, uh, why? Because uh, it was unsafe. Unsafe, apparently. I'm road- I mean, he didn't have any insurance or MOT or tax on it. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> I think oh. it, it was also uh, unsafe for you see, use. it's these bloody police stirring things up again. I know. If only you'd had a water cannon. <laughs> also, the, the other thing, and you've mentioned it when you get home, is the shirtless people in the street. Oh, yeah. Now, the thing that annoys me about that is, of course... Generally, it's people who've got good physiques mm. who can take their tops off. 
Uh, you see, I can't do that. I just look horrible. I look ridiculous. <laughs> no one wants to see that. Uh, so I just look at it, it, it with envy, really. I just think, you know, I'd love to take my top off because it's too fucking hot, but I can't because <laughs> I don't have anywhere near the physique for that. Now, uh, you say you do it at home. Mm. Would you do it out in the street? No, I don't have the physique not, for it. Either, you're not no. that sort of uh, top off street because some people don't care. I mean, there are some people who don't care. Opposite me, I've mentioned him a lot on the, the show. There's a mad taxi driver. Mm. He doesn't care. He just comes out no. shirt free yeah. very often. And he has a body very similar to mine. Oh, uh, yeah. Not a pleasant sight. So when he came bounding out the other day, you don't want to see that amount of flesh bouncing up and down. <laughs> you really don't. It's not a pleasant sight. So uh, if he listens to this, and I very much doubt he does, stop it. Okay. Just just put a shirt on. It doesn't take much. If you've got even if you're gonna pop out to the car, or the taxi in his case, it doesn't take much, just pop a t shirt on, does it? No. Don't come out with it all out. Or go for the, the light linen shirt. Now, the other thing about this weather, of course, is the uh, afternoon drinking. I think that is the one positive of this. If you can get the time, if you're not working, I think this sort of weather is perfect for just sitting in a pub garden, a few pints in the afternoon. It is, but I think the heat has a weird effect on people's tolerance for it. Oh, it does. I think they can drink far less. Yes, and but you think smashed. you can drink more. <laughs> because it's nice, you think, oh, I, I, better, I better stay out. I better mm. drink more. I remember the, the record-breaking summer we had, what was that, about 10 years ago or so? Four days of sun. <laughs> I think it was. It was about four days of sun, but we hit about 38 or 39 degrees, whatever oh. it was. And I remember that day I was in Battersea Park with some friends, and we drank a ridiculous amount of alcohol, as did everyone else that was out that day. And towards the end of the day, we were walking toward... We, we hadn't given up on the drinking. <laughs> we just ran out of the alcohol we had on us. So we went to find a pub. And the, yes, you're right. There were people in the park who had clearly had quite a lot of alcohol. And I think the combination of sunshine and alcohol were making them do, I would suggest, silly things, Ben. <laughs> like streaking. Yeah? Streaking in, a, in the park in broad daylight in one of the Queen's parks. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if it is a royal park, but you know, uh, there are also people wrestling. Oh, you see, this is, how, this is how problems start. And you know, I don't know if people won't, won't know this if, if they don't know Battersea Park, but there's a big pagoda in Battersea Park. Now, I don't, you know, I don't know what a pagoda is. It's a sort of big Buddhist shrine oh, sort okay, of thing. Right. And uh, you're not supposed to climb up on that. You're not no. supposed to climb right up it. There was a man right at the top of it. I mean, it's not particularly high, but I mean, it's still a way to climb with his pants down. Nice. Right at the top of Now, I don't think that any amount of drink in the winter is going to make you do that. No. It's not, is it? Nice and respectful. Just because the sun's out doesn't mean you can get your cock and balls out. <laughs> I remember once going to a beer festival, and that was in the summer. It was a warm day. We drank a lot. And uh, one of the people I was with shinned up a lamppost. And took his trousers and pants down. I just thought, why, why are you doing that? <laughs> just because the sun is out, stop it. And that's what I think about, about the sun, is at the sun and drinking. I love going to a pub when the sun's out in the afternoon, drinking till kingdom come. But it would not ever induce me to climb anything, to streak, to um, other people. I think it's more a student thing, like put dustbins on their head, yeah, traffic cones. See, all I want to do is find a nice, quiet, shady spot don't move and sit quietly. What about a trip to the beach when the weather's like this? Not a big fan of the beach. You see, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I like the sea. So I prefer it in the winter. Yeah. When it's quiet, when the sea's a bit rougher, there's a bit of proper anger in the waves. There's no other human beings about. Exactly. <laughs> Why would I want to go and share a space with thousands of other people? <laughs> and nobody has any idea of personal space on a beach. No. 
I've noticed this throughout my whole life. Even when I was a kid and we'd go on our summer holidays to Wales and we'd go on the beach and we'd sit down and uh, it wouldn't be that busy because, let's face it, it was Wales. <laughs> Who's going there for the summer holiday? Most people were going to brawl, not us, Wales. And uh, we'd sit down and there'd be pretty much a whole fucking free beach and then another family would come and sit about three yards from us. <laughs> why? Leave us alone. We're quite happy on our own. And that's why I think that put me off beaches. And then you're right, if you go on a nice hot day, got kids screaming. Mm-hmm. Sand everywhere. Sand everywhere. People not knowing how to put sun cream on properly, burning up like a lobster. Because mm. that's the other thing about Brits. We don't know how to look after ourselves in the sun. I'm not a fan of the sun cream. No, I think we're just so excited to see it that we just lose our minds completely. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, there's a thing about sun, putting the sun cream... I mean, I do put it on if I'm going out in the sun, but I don't like it. I don't like putting it on. It's, it's like putting mayonnaise on. <laughs> and I think that's what does my head. You know, actually, when I went to the, the Caribbean once... I bought the sun cream and it even smelt like mayonnaise in, to me. And I, I, every morning I'd slap this stuff on, like retching. <laughs> and, uh, and every day I had to go through this. And I thought, I don't want a holiday in the sun ever again. Are you sure the guy who sold it to you wasn't taking the piss? It might have just been fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, he was also the guy that sold me. I said to him, look, I'm going abroad and I've been told that there's uh, sand flies and they can be quite nasty. So I need something that if I get, uh, well, A, something to prevent me from being bitten, but B, something to treat it when I am bitten. Thousand Island dressing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said, oh, this is good. This is a new thing that's come out. He said, if you've been bitten, uh, just put this on the bit of the skin that's, that you've been bitten. Press that button and it delivers a small electric charge. Hmm. And that will um, get rid of any of the irritation of the bite. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll give that a go. Uh, it fucking hurt. So electrocute yourself. Yes. To get rid of the bite. Yes. But did it work, even though it hurt? No, not really. No, okay. Not really. And then the, the thing is, because uh, I had some friends who were staying on longer, I said to one of my mates, I said, well, you might as well have this. Uh, I'm not going to ever fucking use it again. <laughs> you can have it. And uh, when I went to shake his hand goodbye, as I was getting the taxi to go to the airport, in his hand was this thing. Gave my hand a fucking last minute shock. And, I, I, and my reaction was just, you can't. <laughs> and in the group of friends that I was with, one of them was a very prim and proper man. He didn't like that language. No, I bet. But it was, I think if anyone electrocutes you and you're not expecting it, that's an okay response, isn't it? I think that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, finally, this is the last thing I want to say about the heat is, of course, the barbecue. Oh, yeah. Now, I love a good barbecue, but I like to do it with a very small group of people and as fewer men as possible. Oh, yeah. They're all experts. Well, this is what pisses me off (laughs) because every man thinks they're an expert at a barbecue, me included. I'm an expert at my own barbecue. If I get someone else's barbecue, I'm not getting involved. I'm not interfering. But a lot of men can't help it. They've always got some idea. I've got one friend who, uh, his idea was, um, oh, that, that barbecue's not ready to cook on yet. Um, the, the way to do it is just uh, pour beer on it. Well, why beer? He went, oh, no, it's, it's better. It gets it ready. And I said, no, he doesn't. Rubbish. That's just some nonsense that somebody once told you. Yeah. And then they always get people saying, well, you've got to, got to move the coals around. Everyone's got their own little idea. Basically, what I've discovered about the barbecue is that um, there's no skill involved. No. Most of the time, it's pure luck. And most of it is hard work because you're always having to get the fucking thing going. You've got to blow on it or fan it. You know, <laughs> and those new things with the charcoal in the bag that you set fire to. Yeah. They don't work. Not very well. They're shit. <laughs> uh, so whatever someone tells you, whatever is available, it's never going to live up to expectations. So I find the whole barbecue thing a nightmare. And the, the thing is, I go to other people's houses for, for barbecues in the summer and you see them doing it. And I don't, like I say, I don't get involved. 
But I'm, I'm looking at it going, oh, he's making a mistake there. <laughs> he's put that food on too early. I leave him to it. <laughs> Do you? I try not to get involved. Well, I, I, as I say, I won't say anything, but I'm always thinking it. I, I always see my dad doing a barbecue. He takes control. It's the only cooking he does. Right. right? He, he doesn't do any other cooking, but summer comes, barbecue, that's his domain. <laughs> and uh, and I watch him. And I think he's from that era. He had, To be fair to him, in the last few years, he seems to have got better. But I think, I don't know what changed that, whether he, um, I'd like to think it was when he saw me do a barbecue, <laughs> frankly. But, um, but he was of that generation where, Basically, it was ready when it was black. Ah, oh, right. Do you know what I mean? Raw inside, yeah. burn on the outside. The, it, was, it was never waiting for the right heat to put the food on. It was just like, yep, there's flames on it, just put the food on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> too. And I see people do that. And I've been to barbecues where you, uh, you're served up a plate of um, raw chicken. Ooh. And you sort of have to brush it to the side and look very polite about it and then say those things like oh I couldn't eat anymore oh, the chicken looked lovely but oh, I was filled up on the sausages and the bread and the <laughs> salad and then, no, I didn't, in fact the meat I didn't touch the meat I'm sorry I was just oh, I was so <laughs> full up so will you be having a barbecue later? Uh, no it's too hot and that's it for Size Size Jokes this week don't forget you get in touch with us anytime on Twitter at Trevor Ben and join us for a live show every Sunday morning 9 to 11 on CroydonRadio.com Trevor Ben Shite Size Chunks <laughs>